How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey there everyone, it's Curly here and welcome to episode 70 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. I'm just sitting here doing a bit of a test run, I guess, for some of the equipment that I'll be taking up the coast as I prep for the big night tomorrow night watching Rail Murder for the first time up there in Agnes Waters. Now, as you can obviously see, Braggy's not with me tonight. He's... In those final throws of recording the debut album of Raul Motor, and it's just left to Curly while he's testing his equipment to say, hey, why don't I put out a quick episode of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast just to um, stay in connection, just to stay connected. So I'll be... Um, solo tonight so now one thing that I want to talk about tonight and as I said it's a quick little show I put this together uh, just this afternoon just to try and help me understand um, how I can work with me. so I'll, I'll be outside of my normal environment outside of my office outside of the uh, studio that I often use on the unfiltered just using a laptop and just using a standalone uh, mic so I just thought, well, let's test it, make sure it all works, and let's put out an episode while I'm here. So this is just a, a quick little trip down memory lane, I guess, for me. And it's something that I just want to share in relation to it. A quick little trip down memory lane. Um, it's been a cold winter. It's been a really cold winter. I don't like the cold. I don't handle the cold incredibly well. And I've been longing for, in many ways, those summer Sunday sessions. And so I was thinking about doing a um, an episode where I was rugged up out on the back deck, longing for summer. But then I, I thought about a really special Sunday session that I went to. And, uh, well, I think it was a, on a Sunday. I'm not quite sure. The memories are a little bit hazy. But uh, it's a really, really fun memory with a funny little story in there as well. So what I want to talk about is the Scarbecue, the Summer Scarbecue. Now, the Glen Hotel, for those that live in Brisbane, for those that know the Eight Mile Plains Logan area, there used to be, well, the Glen Hotel is still there. Its configuration has changed incredibly. But they used to put on the Scarbecue. 
And the Scar Barbecue is a little bit legendary in Australian Scar circles. They were often um, headlined by the amazing, the incredible Strange Tenants, right? So it was a, a mix of Scar bands on during the afternoon, early evening. I believe they went on a Sunday, but as I said, the memories are a little bit hazy. It was the mid-80s, after all. I was a much younger pup, as uh, as we all know. But the Glen Hotel, the famous Scarpet Q. So one thing I do know is that they are headlined by Strange Tenants. And they are an amazing band live. They are incredible. And lots of them up on stage, brass sections, you know, the the... the the funky little rhythm happening. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about them in more detail a little bit later on. But what they, um, what the Scarbecue often had was a mix of bands. So I, it was held more than once. I do know that. I, I went once, so the memories are hazy. And the, band, the, the time that I went, one of the opening acts was a band called The Furious Turtles. Now, they were... Um, some people will know them as Brisbane's first ska band. So I, I don't know if that's historically correct, um, but some people will refer to them as such. But I do know that they're a hard-working Brisbane ska band. They released an album in 1984 called Endangered Species. They gigged lots. And, you know, it's pretty easy to get overexposed in the Brisbane market at that particular time. And they've released another album in 2004, and some of their music is available on the streaming platforms. But they were one of the bands that played the Glen that day. Now, I can't remember if they were the opening band or if they played second or third. But to me, the Turtles were always a band that delivered. And what I want to show for you tonight is not a live clip. This is a film clip that you can find on YouTube. And as always, the links will be in the show notes. And it was recorded in some of the old shipping and stevedore areas around the Story Bridge. So for those people who knew Brisbane in that particular time frame, there's probably some memories there that uh, there's a little bit of nostalgia. And for those that don't know Brisbane, if if around that time, but know Brisbane today, it's if you think about those areas like where the Felons Brewery and Eagle Street eateries, they all used to be like old docks and shipyards. And back in the mid-80s. So this is the area that this film clip was actually filmed in. So many people won't recognise it. But here's a little bit of nostalgia with the Furious Turtles. Thank you. 
benign and visual kind To stand and follow fashion, the act seems so sublime Grotesque in admiration, putting simmered seething mass Then whose thoughts are borrowed and whose thoughts are fast So that was the Furious Turtles. Don't you love the old 80s fashion and uh, a little bit of that dancing? My God. And um, there, Furious Turtles, hopefully it brought back for those people in Brisbane who've lived in Brisbane for a long, long time. Hopefully that brought back some memories. Uh, Furious Turtles, there's a couple of live clips available of them on YouTube. So if you were interested in having a bit of a Bo Peep, and of course, as I said, their songs are also now available on some of the uh, streaming platforms. So so the first band is that featured tonight, quick episode, Brisbane band, funny that. The second band is that um, a, a band, so I've talked about Strange Tenants, they're from Melbourne, Furious Turtles are from Brisbane, this band was a Sydney band. Now, in all honesty, I can't remember if they played this particular Scarbecue that I went to and maybe... Maybe the hazy memories, there's a story coming up soon that will share maybe why the memories were a little bit hazy. But this band was, um, so Furious Turtles were known as the Brisbane ska band, Strange Tenants, but from Melbourne, this band, the All Nighters, were known as the Sydney ska band, I guess. And when I say known as, they were the most known, so... Um, they were formed in 1980, and most people know them for their top 40 hits. Yes, um, covers of Montego Bay and Love and Affection were two of their big hits. Now, I saw them a, a, a couple of times, the, the All-Nighters, and the song that I'm going to share tonight is one that is, to me, they're, um, a really cool song they, um, that they 
that they played live that was awesome live but you know it got some airplay probably made the top 40 in some way shape or form now i'm pretty confident also that i saw them play with the Eurogliders a couple of times when in those mid 80 days so i'm not quite sure if that was the correct mix but i'm pretty certain that they played with Eurogliders and um, many people would probably say geez that's a strange mix but by my memory and once again this is my memory uh, the mix went well and I did see them in a couple of festival type shows like Aussie Hop and Aussie Rock and, and whatnot up at Noosa, Noosa Aussie Hop I think it was called so I saw them in that style of show probably more often than anywhere else and the song that I'm going to play is a song called Hold On so this is the All Nighters with Hold On <laughs> Slow down, you're moving too fast Hold on, I'm trying to follow You keep on walking and you walk right past Hold on, I'm trying to follow I'm trying to follow you to find out who Who the boy was that stole your love We went out dancing and you took the lead Hold on, I'm trying to follow I need a friend indeed Hold on, I'm trying to find out Trying to follow you to find out who Who the boy was that stole your love Let's go! You said you'd love me and you'd always be true Hold on, I'm trying to find out your kind of love is something new Hold on, I'm trying to follow I'm trying to follow you to find out who Who the boy was that stole your love Now this affair was doomed from the start Hold on, I'm trying to follow But we're together and now we're apart Hold on, I'm trying to follow I'm trying to follow you to find out who Thank you. 
And uh, that's the all-nighters with Hold On. So you may have known them with Montego Bay. And their pretty cool version of Love and Affection, to be honest. It was a pretty good version. So let's talk a little bit about the memory that that I had. And uh, the memory of the Scarbecue, as I said, was a little bit hazy. But there was one incident there that I've got a really clear memory of. There was a stage there between when um, there was a time there where there was a gap between bands and I was in need of a break and uh, to go outside and get some fresh air. Um, and for those that have been in like a like a scarbecue type environment, it's, you know, it's a little bit of mix outside, inside and an amazing, <clears throat> an amazing an, a, a event. But it uh, you can become a little bit disorientated, okay? And there may have been some drinks had, some substances had. So there was an opportunity where I just needed to get some fresh air. So I went outside and I sat next to my car. Now, my car at the time was an 84 yellow, canary yellow Cortina, right? So, so it didn't stand out much. So bright yellow yellow Cortina and I was a little bit naive I guess as well because I I didn't realise that many of the people who would be attracted to go to a Scarbecue were maybe some people that might also be uh, attractive to a particular group of people who wore blue right so the boys in blue might have found that it was a pretty interesting place to sort of pop in and check on every now and again so while there was a lot of people that were just like me there to to see bands there was a, a few hundred maybe skinheads who um who looked dangerous felt dangerous it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. that's zero atm fees zero balance requirements and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. And potentially were dangerous. I'm, there wasn't too many times that I actually saw skinheads being dangerous, but I sort of... I think there was respect between, you know, subcultures and whatnot. But I've got no doubt that people felt threatened by them and that there were, in fact, many times that they potentially were dangerous. I never saw it myself. But but I didn't realise that it would be such an attractive proposition and I didn't think that just going outside for some fresh air would suddenly put me in a situation where I was you know, quite nervous and wondering if I was going to keep the job that I had because the boys in blue were doing a prowl through the car park. They come across a fresh-faced Curly sitting there beside his car, um, long black swampy hair, and um, decided to have a chat to me as to what I was doing and why I was there. And, and before too long, they were searching the car. Right, so they were searching the bright yellow '84 Cortina, and and I was shitting myself because I was shitting myself, and they were doing a pretty thorough job on searching the car. And 
wasn't necessarily shitting myself because of what I knew that I had in the car. I was shitting myself because of what I knew that my good mate had in the car. So anyway, needless to say, they did a really good job of searching it, except they didn't look in the one place that they should have looked. And, you know, for those people that can remember those 1980 bench style seats at the back of a car, there was always a vinyl sort of a uh, armrest that folded back into the back of the seat. And probably one of the more obvious places that I would have thought that someone would have looked if they were attempting to stash anything. Um, anyway, that was the one place they didn't look. So maybe maybe if they did look, my memories would maybe not have been as fond as what they were of that particular day. But needless to say, once they'd finished and once they failed to look where they should have probably looked, I bolted back inside and spent the rest of the day trying to sober up so which brings me to that and it was easy to sober up when the strange tenants came on stage and one of the things that i found doing some quick research on youtube is just how good the strange tenants were and often we forget about how just how good some bands are um and the tenants had a real mix of you know songs they had a real mix of you know, Saturday Night and Hard Times are just fantastic songs and, and would have been fantastic songs in any genre, but to put that little bit of reggae scar beat to it was just fantastic. So the Tenets were the, the final band. They are always like the headline band. And one of the key things that I found while doing the research was that there was a gig, and you can see this on YouTube, and if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes, but there's a gig in, uh, on YouTube from the Brisbane National Hotel. So, uh, And in between, like during, during this particular gig, all these people come up and dance, like, you know, the scar dance. I, I don't know what, what it, I can't remember if it was called anything in particular. And the band just, just plays and there's all these people on stage and one of the people on stage was a guy I used to play football with and, you know, unfortunately I think he's passed on. So it was a real, once again, nostalgic memory that I sort of had to see this guy up there on stage in his big bother boots and, you know, the braces and, and whatnot doing his thing. And, I, and I, you know, that's the amazing thing that I see with YouTube nowadays is that you never know what you can find unless you go looking and there's, you know, that brought back some really uh, good memories. But from what I understand, sad memories, because I, I think that that guy is no longer um, with us. So I, I, I won't mention those because, you know, I'm not quite sure. He may still be around being an accountant somewhere. But, you know, I'm, last I heard, I think this particular person had passed away. But it was interesting. You're just sitting there watching. All of a sudden you see a mate jump up on stage and start doing the scar so this is a song that one of my mates scotty if you listen to the podcast how you going one of my mates scotty got me into strange tenants and it was because of this ep that they put out they at blue beat all stars i think it might have been called um and this song was on that particular ep one of the things i might talk to braggy about is we might do a bit of a show around the strange tenants because once again different musical styles within their mix of songs that they do and I think incredibly underrated Australian band but this is The Strange Tenants with Stomping 
stomp all over you. That was awesome. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, that strange tendencies boots are made for stomping. And as I said, I'm going. I'll have a chat to Braggy to see if we can do a show just wholly and solely on the strange tenants because some great songs, some great musicians, and they're, they're just a nice little history piece here in the the context of Australian music. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this quick little episode. It's only gone for, well, let me just check the time. It's about 20, well, it's less than 30 minutes, so it's about half of what we normally take. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Tomorrow I head up to Agnes Waters uh, Rail Motor are playing live tomorrow night in Agnes Waters. I'm really looking forward to having a couple of coldies and watching the band and watching Braggy, talking to some of the band members, getting some footage. 
you know, that sort of thing. I hope the iPhone holds up. That's all I can say. I'm not taking a great deal of stuff. But, um, yeah, two weeks they've been recording up there. Looking forward to getting that album out. Braggy thinks I'll like it. So we'll see how we go. Until next time. So next week we'll be talking a little bit more about the Rail Motor experience. I hope you've enjoyed tonight. Um, as per always, follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, follow the links in the bio to um, you know some of the songs that we played tonight and to the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. I'll add some of those songs that I played tonight into that, uh, into our playlist. So don't forget. So until next week, everyone, have yourself an amazing weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Conquista tutto. L'amore conquista tutto.